Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome into the Believe the Phoenix Suns podcast. Man, the season's getting ready to roll off, and the podcast is back on the air right here on the Believe Network and KSRN. you got to always pop that out there for you people. And uh, my man Stephen Hunter is unavailable. He normally normally does the show with me tonight. I mean, normally on a, on, on a regular basis with the show. But I brought in some reinforcements when it comes to basketball. There is no one that knows it better, than especially this Phoenix Suns narcotic that he's on. This dude is probably, he's probably, uh, what they say, don't get high in your own supply. This dude's been way high on his own supply. <laughs> and he's dealing it all over the valley. The Phoenix Suns uh, narcotic, my man, PLR, the one and only PLR, Paul Richardson. What is going on, my brother? Yo, I appreciate you having me. You know, I'm about two feet down on on, on Steve, though, because he what, seven foot? Uh-huh. And I'm rocking one. I'm rocking on the. <laughs> It says five nine on my driver's license. Steve, I'm gonna roll with that. Yeah, Steve would sit down. He probably your height. Yeah, man, easy. I took a picture with him, and I was like, man, I should have, I should have stood on something. Oh damn! Oh man! But I'm gonna try to hang right as a as a hopefully give a solid replacement. Oh, on absolutely. A temporary basis. Oh man, man, hey, don't worry. You are definitely solid when it comes to this basketball thing, especially this team. And I know you follow it religiously. I know you and your takes are always, man. They may not be like, but they be right on point. I gotta give you that. I gotta give you that. <laughs> they definitely be on point. Uh, and a lot of stuff that could be, you know, debated all the time. But, hey, when he boils down to it and it comes down to the end result, it's like, damn, that dude was right. Like, damn. All right. But let's let's talk this blah, 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 this kind of dead draft that went down tonight. I mean, to me, it just felt like it was, like, energyless to me. Was that, I mean, were you getting the same feel a little bit from this draft? Being no stars, no – I mean – it just felt like maybe it's because of you know it's out of it's out of sequence. It's not in the same venue it's always normally in, and it it feels just like oh, just get these kids on the team and let's get them rolling. <laughs> it just feels okay. So I have, I have two feelings. One, um, this is the first time in nine years I haven't been down at the Suns headquarters. Thank so you. So that feels that feels weird, you know. Right, right. But there's no such thing to me as a blah draft. Okay. I live for the NBA draft. And actually I find it more interesting this year because I had to do more work Okay. because there wasn't, you know, there wasn't a Zion at the top and you just knew he was going to go. There was a RJ Barrett. You just knew he was going to go. The, the teams actually are going to earn their paychecks. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, mm-hmm. but there's no pre-draft workouts. So usually heading up to give just a little bit of fact to, to the listeners headed up to the draft. It's not just media goes down and is like, Oh, this is who they drafted. Now interview them. Yeah, right. There's pre-draft workouts. 
So there's a series of about six, seven workouts, or about five or six workouts that they have kids come in uh, and work out for the team. So a couple they may draft, some they may not draft at all, but they're getting a look at the possible players that will be available at the positions that they draft in. So not only do you get to talk to the players, uh, you get to talk to James Jones and the coaches and kind of pick their brain for what they're looking for and if any of these kids may fit what they need. So this year, because there was because of COVID, there's no pre-draft workouts. There's everything mm. is virtual. They're working players out virtually and they're interviewing them virtually. Wow. Wow. So because of that, I find some of these players real interesting where they're going, especially with some of the trades in the NBA that have happened and some of the trades that allegedly happened okay. that are being pulled back. And then, so now how are they going to draft? Right. So to me, it's even more interesting when you look at a kid like from, from Israel, like a Denny uh, Avia, right. who is, who's a baller and he falls to wizards and they're losing Bertans. Right. So is he the next Bertans that they draft for, for position or right. are they really trying to pair someone up with their two guards? Hmm. So things like that, to me, actually makes this draft a little bit more interesting because you got to be prepared. That's good. That's good. I mean, like I said, I mean, you're more on that that basketball. So this this definitely has to be exciting for you. But, I mean, it's also okay for me as well, but it just doesn't feel like a normal draft. I guess that's where I'm going with it. And then at the top yeah. of this list, the top 10 is usually a guy that's going to come in the first year, the first three picks, maybe the, those three guys might come in and be instant production. I see all these guys in this draft as projects, starting out with because of there's not going to be time for them to go to summer, no summer league, no none of that. They're just going to go straight from here two weeks, about a month later, be right on a team in a training camp. So there's no way these yeah. guys are going to be on the court getting time unless you're on a – Unless you're on a crappy team and they need some minutes there for you and you ball out. But, I mean, there's nobody in the draft that I saw that could be, oh, that's instant dude on the court and he's going to be on the court, you know, day one. I, I didn't see that. And maybe maybe you did. Did you see anybody that sticks out that says that could be productive right out of the gate? I see two players right okay. right away. Okay. Uh, LaMelo Ball and really? Charlotte. Really? Um, I got on the phone and I called Mr. Homicide. Uh, street ball legend had a cup of coffee in the NBA, uh, a big time player in in Australia, has a radio show as well, and uh, gave him a, a, a hit. And he loves Lamelo Ball, really. Um, and he he sold me big time on this kid. Oh, so you had so to be it, sold it, on it. You had to be. Well, <laughs> I, I had to be sold because I hadn't seen enough of him. So what he made me do by mm -hmm. him talking about it. It made me go and watch okay. more more tape on him. Mm -hmm. um, so because you you get distracted, the ball name kind of distracts you. Because oh, exactly, of what with, exactly. But I'm telling you, this kid can play. He is a flat. He is better than his his older brother, um, and he is going to go to a, to a Hornet situation where I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Name three Hornets, and Michael Jordan <laughs> can't be one of them. Nope. Sorry, you got me, got me <laughs> so, man. <laughs> so he's going to a good situation right. where he'll get the time and he'll get a chance to flourish um, up down there, and the ball will be in his hands. So that's going to help him a lot. And then I love the Knicks. Uh, Obi Topin 
Uh, that was the guy I wanted them. top in. I wanted him for the sun, but they didn't. two picks away missed him. And he's a New Yorker. Now he's going to have one obstacle in his way. Uh, his coach doesn't like rookies. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> the old, right. The old Tibbs, Tibbs is not a fan of rookies, wow. but this kid has that work ethic that Jimmy Butler had okay. from what I'm hearing. And that's a rookie that Tibbs grew to absolutely love. And obviously we know how that story turned out right, so right. uh if, if if obi has that same work ethic expect him to get time and this is a different situation than tibbs has been in before because when he came to chicago they still had a derrick rose mm-hmm. when he got to minnesota they had a player he's going to the knicks right man if i had a uniform <laughs> with my name on the back he would think i was on the squad that knicks team is garbage right so he has a true opportunity uh, to stand out and, and do something there. Okay. Well, this is a Suns show, so we, let's go into the Suns pick. And let's do it. Who they picked in this draft. And, and, and when I saw the pick, I kind of understood it from the Suns' perspective. They were not going to go with that, with that, you know, point guard. We knew they weren't going to get a young point guard. I knew that wasn't going to happen. So when they get the power forward that they're somewhat looking for, is this guy fitting the bill for this Suns team? Yes, okay. because he can do some things really well. One, he can actually shoot the ball. Okay. And if you're going to play for Monty, you got to be able to, to shoot the ball. Okay. So he, that he can do very well. Also, he has size and length, and he can block shots, and, and he can defend. And if you look at the way the Suns are put together right now, the last thing they need at one is a point guard. They are because, long. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, and, 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 you, and you don't need – like you said, you don't need a point guard right. when you got campaign – on a on a sweetheart sweet contract, deal. sweet deal, and then sweet deal, and you got Javon Carter as an energy guy to back him up. So now you got your two backups. You've got your two forwards already, and and Mikhail and in Cam. One more thing, real and quick, real Dario. quick. You got those two yeah. backups that are beasts and monsters, like your starter. Yes, uh, yes. you know. So yes, <laughs> so so you got that spot filled, and then like I said, you got the those forwards filled, and you. You got those two and Dario, so you 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 need to be able to relieve Dario and have someone that can learn and grow into the position. Okay. That's not going to get in the way uh, of DeAndre Aiden. Okay. And so I, I like the pick and and the kid. We were just on a call with him, and you know everyone says all the right things on course, on the call. The first the first the first day, you know, he he talked about how he played uh, um, in the AAU league that Chris Paul had, really? and how it's also real now to play. With Chris wow, Paul. that's awesome, man! You should have brought that so, clip, man. That would have been awesome to play out here, real quick. But, yeah, okay. I, 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 I know you got to do your thing. You got to piece it up. No. It'll be on the cave show. I know, I know, and, I know. Uh, see, you know what? Actually, I would have. The interview just ended right okay. before I came on. Okay, okay. So it hasn't even been said to us yet. And then, um, and then he talked about with Devin Booker, and the one thing he said that I liked was he said a lot of people don't know, but I can play make a little bit too. Uh oh. So. He said, so I'll be able to help him and space the floor, and I'll be able to grab some rebounds and help with fast breaks and do a lot of other things. So uh, I'm looking forward to this pick. I, see, here's the difference. We have a real GM, and no disrespect to, to um, the last GM. Correct. We have a real head coach. No disrespect to the last five. <laughs> but we <have> some, uh, <laughs> some disrespect somewhere. <laughs> but we have we have a GM that knows what he's doing. Right. We have a coach Finally. that sets a proper culture. Right. And so I think 
now when you're bringing in these young kids, they're not coming in with a group of other young kids. True, true. You're, you're coming in with the true expectation because Chris Paul is not going to let you slide. Exactly. Devin Booker is not going to let you slide. Exactly. So now there's an expectation level for you to, to live up to. Absolutely. And I think that's going to make a big difference uh, in, in this kid, Jalen Smith. That's a good, that's good. I, I'm looking forward to it too. Where do you see, where do you see him being productive in years wise? Is it going to be a sit down year for him? Or is it going to be some time where he can actually get some minutes on the court and get some, some time in and, and maybe kind of blossom and get into that, the role that you want him to be in? In the in the in the year and the era we living in in COVID, I think everyone's going to get a little bit of time. Okay. Because I think we're fooling Especially ourselves early, if we right? think, yeah, yeah, if we're going to um, get through this without anyone, you know, falling victim to COVID, True. and just in that, we'll True. probably see some more young kids play than normally uh, than we normally would. Okay. But you, you when you have a, a a big kid that can block shots and can do so many things. You definitely want to find some time for him. Now, like you said, there's no summer league, but I want to reverse that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Summer league hasn't been the same the last couple of years. It anyway. hasn't. It the top hasn't. stars aren't playing in summer league. Right. They come in, they play like a half, and then they sit out the rest because nobody wants them to get injured. So summer league has really become the, the, the draft and stash guys <laughs> showing their thing. So with that being said, I, I think that a month or two that he has with the team, and then he'll ease into it. Look look at Cameron Johnson. Cameron Johnson technically had summer league, but the Cam Johnson that played after everyone came back versus the Cam Johnson before right. was two different Cam Johnsons. Two different Cam Johnsons, exactly. So I, I, I think that, that just the time, you may not see a lot of him early, but as the season goes on, right. that's when you'll see the increased workload. Okay. Well, there's some news that went down under the sun, and that's what that's one of our that's one of our promos here. News under the sun. News under the sun. I want you. I, you had me on your show last week, and you hit me with the Chris Paul question. You hit me with the Chris Paul question, and my answer was no, but. If it happens, this is why I like it, right? Remember that? Right, right. <laughs> Go ahead and tell my, the audience, the listeners here, why you think this is a good pickup for the Suns. Oh, I don't think it's a good pickup. I think it's a great pickup. Okay. I think bringing Chris Paul in was that next step to success. So what you had, um, and, I, and what James Jones is in, when you, so what you first had, you had all these guys that played point guard. Mm-hmm. And title only, but they weren't really. They didn't play no point guard. No disrespect. See, I'm disrespecting a lot of people tonight. I'm not trying to. So let me let me say that real quick. So then you go out, <laughs> you go out, and you get you bring in Ricky Rubio, right. who really is a good point guard. Yes. And Ricky was able to get the Suns to a certain level. Right. Now the Suns go into that bubble. They win eight games in a row and come within a hair of making the playoffs. So now you need that next person that can put you over the top and bring a certain amount of respectability. Because if you look at the Suns, the last surefire Hall of Famer that either signed as a free agent, that could still play, let me add that, (laughs) that that either signed as a free agent or they traded for was Charles Barkley in 1992. They're bringing in a first ballot Hall of Famer who takes no crap from no one, Mm -hmm. will put his foot on your butt yep. and expect a certain level of production. So now 
He's now brought respectability right. to the Suns just by coming here without balking that he came here. So you go out and trade for a superstar. Sometimes I'm like, oh man, I don't want to go there. Right. He's here willingly right. because he sees, he knows Monty, he knows the culture, he knows the system, he knows the work Devin Booker puts in. There's actually video out of them already. Already, working. yeah, I saw that. That's so, pretty awesome. So, so he already knows what he's getting into, and the Suns aren't that team anymore. That's like, oh, here we go again. That was my OKC, point. OKC is dropping out. Right. There's an opening. Houston's got to trade their two stars. There's an opening. Right. This isn't that same team anymore. We, Anyone that watched this team in a bubble, if you think this is that same old team with them other five head coaches, this ain't that team. I'm glad you said that because my co-host – on our regular show on Casual Sports Radio, I mean on Casual Sports and on KSRN, we had a, a debate about this on Monday night, and he thought this was a bad deal that set the Suns back from a from a I don't know if it's more financial standpoint or is it more of a of a future standpoint. I think his his point where where they figure that we gave up too much or may, maybe for him or whatever. But I kept trying to get him to understand that. This is next level. This is what all of us as Suns fans have been crying for, right? I mean, every yes. year we go through, oh, we didn't get the guy. Why don't we ever do this? And why don't we ever do that? And now when we finally do, it's like we're trying to find we, – we're, we're so used to being mediocre and so used to being in that, in that same position. Now when it's actually happened, we can't believe it's taking place. Let me ask you this because I said this. I said I, this This move to me did not look like a Robert Sarver move to me. This looked like a Devin Booker and Monty Williams and Chris Paul move to me. And this went to a Sarver and says, sign off on this. Is this a Sarver move to you? Well, two things. One, I think this is a James Jones. Oh, there Williams. you go. James Jones. I can't leave him I, out. I, exactly. I, I, but it's I, just, I really it do. just I, doesn't say Robert Sarver only to me. Okay, the one thing I'm going to give Robert Sarver credit for right now is I think over the last couple of years with James Jones, he's really been hands-off. Exactly. Every move that has been made has been hands-off. And there's something that you said, and I'm going to give you a comparison. You said we aren't used to success. So I'll tell you what Suns fans are used to. Right. Going to the nightclub and getting the girls' numbers at 2 a.m. <laughs> there you go. They're so used to getting the girls' number at 2 a.m. Now we're getting the girls' number at 9, Woo! 10, Okay. Now we're getting that number at 9. And everyone like, oh man, I ain't used to getting. I ain't used to this. Yeah, that's it. And you go running back into your little shell because you want to go back to what you're used to. You you upped your game. You're not working at Circle K no more. You got a real job. You got a 401k. There's something attractive. And you before we're getting the two AMs. Whenever we was there, (laughs) you were getting those numbers. You didn't care. Right. And they were thinking of you the same way. They were like, well, hell, I want to go eat after the club. Gotta find some dude. Right. There you are. So perfect match. That ain't this team no more. And exactly. and and like you said, the culture has changed, changed. with this team. Yes. It, it is not the same mental. Think about just some of the games, even before the bubble, that the Suns gave up a lead, but then won the game. Right. Right. That, they never went to the same old Suns. That mentality never checked in. And then the whole thing with with Ricky Rubio. And the trade, you got to look at this trade like this. This what when you really look at this trade, what did they give up? They traded Ricky Rubio. They gave up Kelly Oubre, who wants over twenty million, and you're paying nine million for Cam Johnson and for uh, Mikael Bridges together. 
Got so it. you're saving money right there. Then you gave up uh, Ty Jerome, who couldn't beat a turtle in a foot race. And if we're real, he's not getting time over the two-point guard back as right. we talked about. Right. And and the the 18-year-old project, you gave up an 18-year-old project. So what did you really trade? You, you didn't really get, trade you did nothing, man. That for Ricky Rubio. What you just said is exactly almost what I said in our debate. We didn't give up anything. It, I mean, in fact, you gained more than you gave up, in my opinion. Because, like I said, just cancel Rubio out because Rubio is a good point guard that got the Suns to yes. understand what basketball is like and how to play as a team together. He got you to that to that next step. I said, Chris Paul is another level to the next level. Yep. And that's what I was yep. trying to get him to understand. And also – Kelly Oubre. I said, okay, Kelly Oubre, you know, you want to say that you love Kelly Oubre and what he brought to the team and all that. I said, okay, well, remember this. Cam Johnson and Bridges were playing because Oubre was out. And they showed the world. They showed the Suns. They showed everybody how they can play without Kelly Oubre with those two guys. Those two guys excelled so much. It showed the Suns, oh, we don't even need that guy. And he was yeah, expendable. Well, the Suns were going to trade him anyway. Anyway, this is how you, anyway, knew. This exactly. is how you knew because the injury that he had back in February, January, he was ready to play. If the, if there was no interruption, oh, he would have came right. back and played that's in March. Right. So here's a dude that didn't play in March, April, May. Mm. They could have attached another leg, and he would have been ready to play in the bubble. Right. And he didn't. Right. My thought process that on that was, and a lot of other people shared it too, was. Him and his agent and the Suns had a deal already worked out that said, hey, look, we don't want him to play in the bubble because we don't want to damage his. Right. We don't want him to get hurt and possibly not be able to make his money and trade. And the Suns are like, and we don't want to damage him because if we want to trade him, we want to have that ability to trade him. If something doesn't work out, then he comes back and everyone is is happy. Right. But worked out perfectly yes, for everyone. It yes, and it, it looks did. like Rubio is on the move to Minnesota. So he's Where gonna he be started, huh? <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna be the star at OKC anyway, him and, and, and uh Shy Gilchrist Alexander. Yeah. So it, it's it, it works out for everybody, but everyone you're not the your your co host isn't the only person. I'm like, stop and look big look, we aren't eating at Long John Silver's, we're going to Ocean's Forty Four. Going to the next let level, me, let, man. Let, let me get, get this straight. You don't have you don't have to shop at the Gap. We're going to Banana Republic. Yep. We taking that next step. Yep. And, and I think I think it's think about the Suns. Oh my goodness, if we ever had a center, we draft DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Ayton. Oh my God, if we ever got a real point guard, we got Chris Paul. Oh man, what 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 else can I say? <laughs> Nothing. We have entered we, into the. In the realm with the big boys, you're putting on big exactly. boy pants now. This is this is no more, no more of that that soft sons basketball that you know they ain't going anywhere. This is you have stepped. I mean, without even playing a game on the court, Chris Paul credibility is just instant. Everybody's yep. already threw them into the playoff mix. I mean, like and he should be, and he should be exactly. And and not only that, not only that, the team that's behind him, he knows is probably going to be the best team he's ever had. In my opinion, when these guys get this son's team team that he's going to have with him, he's going to have Devin Booker with him. He's going to if he gets if he maximizes everything out of DeAndre Ayton, and of course Bridges, the long Bridges and Cam, and this team is really good. It's better than that OKC team, and he took that OKC team to a what a six seed in the West, and I'm like, wow, can you imagine what he would do with this team? 
think think about this. DeAndre Aiden is a very, very talented player. Chris Paul made DeAndre Jordan an all-star. He sure did. Real, put that in perspective for a second. Dude can't shoot free can't throws shoot or lick. shoot anything. A lick. Anything that's three feet out from the basket, exactly. he can't shoot. Exactly. And Chris Paul made him an all-star. Yep. What is he going to do with the guy that can actually play basketball. Right. No disrespect to DeAndre. Man, see, y'all come on the show. You got me disrespecting coaches, players, and the hey, way it comes don't, out. Don't use, don't use my show to cover it up. That's you saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, but DeAndre uh, Aiden is a defensive guy. Think about yeah. it. He came out as a defensive guy, and he turned him into an all-star. Right. DeAndre Aiden has every tool. And with the right amount of work, and the right amount of pushing, he's gonna be an incredible man. center. I'm just now. man, I'm just imagining that lob every day, every five minutes. Oh. <laughs> I'm just imagining that all every five minutes. But let me yeah, ask and you don't this. Don't forget Darnell Sarge. That, that was that's where I was going next. Let's um before the bubble ended, I was saying in free agency, we had this cap space and all I said, I said we should go ahead and make our move in free agency. Dario Sarge, because mm-hmm. Dario Sarge earned, he earned that payoff. That dude was the difference in the bubble. I keep telling everybody, D.A. DA got credit because of who D.A. was, but D.A. was not the difference in the bubble. The difference in the bubble in the paint was Sarge. He changed his game from selling from that three to banging his butt and moving people in the paint. And I just loved every second of it, dude. I'm like, I hope they keep this dude. I'm glad they did because he was not the same Sarge that they, you know, went out and got before yeah. this, before the stoppage. Yeah. And so I think whatever they were doing on the inside, as far as, as far as you know, teaching them whatever they taught them, an attitude change, whatever it was, got to this dude. And he's changed his game. And I hope it stays that way. But what do you think they're gonna do now, as far as moves are concerned? Are we status quo? Or what move is out there can the Suns make outside of what they've done so far to get a little bit better? I like to see him try to find a, a, a better backup too. Um, okay. With with, De- with Devin, I, I I I'm always sold that you can never have enough people that can that can score. That can score. Now, okay. Who who exactly? I that's going to be tough for me to say right now because in all honesty, I don't I don't know what free agent or what what move financially a team may be willing to to part with for picks because I don't think there's anybody else on this team that's quote-unquote tradable. I don't know what Aaron Baines is doing, but I love the pickup of of the draft pick with Jalen Smith because if you lose Baines, now at least you have another big that can can come in and learn. Right. Well, more than likely Baines is going to be out, him and Kaminsky, and they're going to save that money. So somebody's going to be able to bring somebody else in. I, I don't like know who else that. either. I have no idea who it would be. But I yeah. heard some rambling. I heard some rumblings about PJ Tucker. I said, well, why would they make that draft pick if they were going to pick up PJ Tucker? Well, you got to remember too, though, two things. You know who PJ Tucker's boy is, right? Booker, Chris Paul. Oh, Chris and Paul Booker. and Booker. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. So, so if you have, if you have him, I, I will tell you what. If I could go out and find another thirty-five-year-old dog, <laughs> for so <sure. laughs> PJ Tucker. Well, look, what what can PJ Tucker give you? Open corner threes. And what's going to be open? Corner threes, because corner now threes. you got to pick your poison. Right. Because if you, if you, and he's not a guy that's going to demand a start. If that's a rumor that he's coming here, right? He's not going to demand a start. So now, if you're coming off the bench with that, 
You're getting defensive help. So at the close of games, you have another defender, and you have a guy that can knock down a knockdown corner shooter. Chris Paul driving, Devin Booker on the wing, and DeAndre Aiden down low, Cam Johnson up top. Who's gonna be open? Right. They gotta they gotta pick a poison. Right. So I actually I, I would love to see him come back um, um, to Phoenix. Okay. okay. So that that would be that. But well, there's be still really a lot of bad. moves out there that they can make, and they said that they there there's a, there's another move left. The Suns have enough to make another move to bring in somebody else. So, but but the well, point James is, James is talking to us later. I hope maybe okay, I, maybe yeah, maybe you might want to ask that question. But I'm pretty sure everybody else will be before that, before you on that question. Because everybody wants to know. <laughs> but you know, but uh, in all honesty, I just love what they've done up to this point. This is definitely not the same Suns. That's one thing no. I can definitely say. And we've never. Sh- been a team to shoot for the stars and just go for, go all off, out for it. And I'm tired of that same old bullcrapping timeline as everybody keeps talking about. When does that damn thing ever stop? That timeline's yeah. been done with. We, 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 we need to, you know, go through another realm or something, get out of that timeline. And we'd be now we're on our way to at least for the, these two years are going to move to the next level. Now what do you do in bringing in somebody that's going to sit behind Chris Paul that be able to take control after he's gone? Because you know it's only going to be two years or maybe. But you got time. See, I, th- that's the one thing I wouldn't worry about right now. Okay. I, 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 I'd address that next year um, or, or even the year after. Because if, if he's got two more years left after this, you're, you're not – look, see, that's – timeline is what you're talking about. And that's what they're going to, that's what they've now stopped doing. Yes. At the same time, you're, you're looking ahead, obviously, because you got to an NBA, but it's like, that's not our immediate need right. because we got this guy and we got two guys behind him. And again, that, that, listen, we could probably afford a campaign for what they suck at him exactly. and the sign of four. Exactly. So, so you got guys that are there. That's, that's good to fill what they need. Now go out and get that other two score. I don't know where, but get a two guard that can come in and fill it up while while Devin maybe maybe it's someone that's on the tail end of, of a career that can still shoot. And I'm not saying go back out and get a Jamal Crawford or anyone like that, but a Jamal Crawford type. Right. You know, a right. Lou Williams type. Someone Williams, that comes yeah. in that gives you some instant offense so you're not losing anything when you go to the bench from the backcourt. Okay. And I think that's something that they need to uh, to look for uh, coming up. And I think you got to get that from a vet. Right. That can't come from a young guy. You've got to get that from a vet. Okay. Well, we got a few minutes left here. Let's, let's I mean, it's, it's easy to go from this year to next year, but I want to talk next year because Chris will be here that next year. And the question that my co-host was having was, and he, I, I think I, I, would, I would say this too, is, Chris Paul is going to be a magnet for other free agent stars that want to come here. So who yep. do you see? Who do you see maybe next year? Because I won't say this year, but next year maybe superstar-wise that he he can pull some big names if he wanted to. Here, here's my question. If you get Chris Paul, a healthy Chris Paul, to play at Chris Paul level, mm-hmm. and you get Devin Booker to be a repeat all-star, and you get DeAndre Aiden up to an all-star level, mm-hmm. and you have Mikel Bridges keep progressing, why do you need one? Okay, there you go. Why, why, why do you have to go out and do that? So basically, Chris Paul going to turn these guys into all-stars. You don't need to yeah, go get them. Okay, okay. If you go out, if you go out and you look, say, look at the Lakers right now. They're the, they're the NBA champs. 
You have two all. You got two of the top five players in the league. Name someone else on that team that you'd really want if you didn't have LeBron or AD. <laughs> Scratch. <laughs> okay, so so sometimes you have to develop what you have, right. And not go out and necessarily try to find someone else. Denver has gotten good not by going out looking for a whole bunch of people. That's true. They've developed what they had. The Golden State Warriors, remember, before KD got there, they were in two two championship series back-to-back, not by going out finding an all-star to sign, but they developed Clay and Steph and Dre, and then they brought in complementary guys like like Iggy and, and Sean Livingston. So sometimes you can get in your own mind thinking about, what else do I need? You already got your house, you got your wife, you got your car. And instead of saying, wow, why don't I just throw up a frosted garage door and make the house value go up? You trying to think, oh, man, what else can I add? Right. You don't need nothing you don't else need to add. Nothing else. Okay. You got it. Just, like just constantly work on what you have. I like and that. I think that will, that will be better than them necessarily looking for the next missing piece. I mean, that's what the Clippers did. That's right. They went out and, and got all these pieces. And then they decide to go into load management. Yeah. And none of those pieces got to play together. So this year, what's their plan? Play people. Right. <laughs> Don't go out and get somebody else. Play people and make what you have better. Hmm. That's how you get. I, I think like that's that. how the Suns make that next step. Okay. Before I get before I let you get out of here, man. Last year, last year, Chris Paul beat Devin Booker out for All Star Weekend. And then of course we know Devin got the the nod because of the injury in, in the All Star. Do both these guys make it to the All-Star team this year? Or or do we get three guys, two guys? Does somebody from the Suns represent? <laughs> How do you have Chris Paul and Devin Booker now? Who, who's going? <laughs> I don't know because, remember, Steph comes back this year. Now, that's my Steph. point. Steph's coming back. It's, and so it's going to be tough. But I think Devin, um, if Devin just repeats, honestly, I think he'd get the nod over Chris Paul now because the NBA, I think, uh, coaches sometimes want to look forward. And if you look at the NBA now, you got um, uh, his name just escaped me, the young kid running guard up in Denver. Um, oh, you got Murray, Luka. Murray. Murray. You got Murray. You got Luca. You got Devin. And obviously, Steph sells jerseys because he's a generational player. And then you got Dame Lillard. So I think the NBA deep down wants to have a mix of their established. You know, uh, Steph Curry and Dame Lillard. But I also think the way the bubble ended, you want to get some of those new guys in that mix as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's the. But you I know how the all-star I, game goes. It is a popularity contest. And like oh, you big, just said, the time. name, the names sell the all-star game. There may not be a game, though. Right. There's that's an all-star true. weekend, that's but true. there may not that's be a true. game. So that's people true. may be named to all-star. So maybe this year they name. 15 right. as opposed to 12. Right. Right. So there's not right. going to be a game. That's it's the stupidest thing. Why not just say we're taking a week break? We're having an all-star week. What time is the game? Oh, ain't no game. <laughs> you made it, though, but it ain't no game. But you made yeah, it. Yeah, ain't no game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, the, get the bonus uh, on your check. I mean, I would still imagine that Chris Paul would still be in the talks about that if, it were, if there were a real game. Because think about it. If the Suns come out of this gate, and they're this new team that's hard to deal with, and they winning game, winning games. Who's going to get that credit? They ain't going to just be Devin Booker getting that credit. It's going to be they made the move for that guy, and that's why they're that team now. So he's got to yeah. get some credit and, and move forward it, as far as that goes as a as an uh, all-star. It's just going to be amazing. It's going to be tough, yeah. I, 
I, I'm I'm already on this narcotic, as you said. Of course. When the show started, and not just the Suns narcotic, but I'm on this basketball narcotic. Like right. there's no tomorrow. Right. So yeah, I I do use my own um, my own stash. I have to because <laughs> I, I buy I buy it at cost. So if I'm buying it at cost, I'm already getting it cheaper. Than the, <laughs> sound like my boy from New Jack City. Yeah, it keep it, calling it, me, it, man. It, it, it keep calling. My man said I get it fifty percent cheaper. Then what the brothers is paying now. So, <laughs> G money wells, but <laughs> but but the NBA this year just in general, and when you look at the West, and you look at the at the East, and you look at this uh, Bradanovich deal that fell through, if something happens and he ends up staying with uh, with Sacramento and they get Bagley, that's another team the Suns are gonna have to. Uh, you know, yeah. compete with yeah. and 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 De'Aaron Fox. When we talk about young guys that could be all stars, De'Aaron Fox is no joke. Exactly. So it's gonna this bad boy on December twenty second. It's Christmas three days early, and I can't wait. And I'm so excited to watch the Suns. My only worry is this COVID thing, and yeah. I'm I'm being honest. I, I'm just I'm just worried because there is no bubble, right? And so, um, let's just hope the, the the Suns as well as every other team and yeah, every other player follow protocol and do what they need follow to do. Follow protocol yeah. and try to stay as healthy as possible. But this is going to be a fun, fun year. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. So uh, let's go ahead, go ahead and tell the listeners, of course, where they can hear PLR on every day and and, and what you're doing coming up for show wise. Because I know you got a whole bunch of sound bites. I know you got a whole bunch of stuff going on. And, <laughs> who's coming on the show this week and all the big major hit names coming on the show. What's going down at well, uh, the well, sports camp? Well, uh, you, you know, you know, I got the sound for days. Cause <laughs> yeah. I, I got, I, I got the sound for days. So I will have tomorrow though. We're a little bit light on sound on Thursdays. Just so everyone knows it's the cave show uh, with PLR. We broadcast one o'clock. You, you see the, the, the letters across that shirt right there. So you know where you can find <laughs> us at one and at three. And uh, we are, um, every Thursday, we're at Maduro's Fine Cigar and Tobacco. Right. We do a show every Thursday called Cigars with the Cave Show. Um, so if you want to check me out live, that's the one time once a week. You can pop in and, and check us out live. I had a nice little audience there last week after I told them to stop talking in my ear and asking me questions while I'm on air. Right. You know, I, every time it comes out of my mouth, it sounds a little rough, but, <laughs> but it ended up working out. So, uh, but uh, tomorrow we have NFL picks. So... If you're in a state where gambling is legal, I'm going to put a little money in your pocket. All right. uh, I gave you a surefire lock last week. If you didn't dip into your 401k, that's on you because that pick hit hard. Um, and I give you the power rankings tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we have Ed Cole on, actually. He's okay. popping on for a little bit. And then earlier this week we had Richard Signs on for Fox Dan. Oh, so yeah, I saw that. Just, so we just rolled. Next week, wait you see the guest list we got next week after this draft. We are going to hit hard. So make sure you are checking us out for sure. One o'clock every day, the cave show with PLR. Appreciate you, Oh, bro. and my Twitter. Twitter. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, the, the, the Sports Cave. Cave is with the K on the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. The website is sportscave.com. And if you ever really want to be brave, check me out on Twitter at PLR on sports. All right. That I is, appreciate that, bro. Hey, man, thank you for coming in, man. And I hope you give me a few more of these sit-ins because uh, it's hard to keep up with my man Steven every once in a while. You know, when you – when you when you running around the country doing your thing, you kind of hard to stop to do a podcast. So, 
Uh, if you got time to sit in, man, hey, just be a staple here, man. I, I'm all good with that, man. So I appreciate no, man, you. Anytime, let me know. I'm ready. Like I said, I'm not quite seven one. My driver license says five nine, <laughs> but I'm a sneaky six two. That's the one and only, and I do mean one and only. PLR Paul Richardson from the Cave Show. Thanks again, bro, for coming in. Yes, sir. Thank and you. And that is another edition of the podcast, this Believe the Suns. And now you should be believing in the Suns right now, Suns Nation. It's time to get up and rise up and and, uh, and be real fans. And, hey, let's stop going back to that old stuff. The old stuff's done with. We're going into a new. We're stepping into big boy country now. So I'm Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casualty from the Believe the Podcast Network and all my good peoples out there, Suns Nation. Peace out. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.